Welcome back to the bar. Grab a beer and pull up a seat. This is Slackers at the Bar. I'm Jack. And I'm Ed. What are we drinking? So tell me, Ed, because you're the one that first um, grabbed this and I found it today. What are we yeah. drinking? Okay, so <laughs> we are drinking a brew, <laughs> yep. um, a brew dog Jagged Edge Spiky India Pale Ale. Now, i got to be honest, I have absolutely no idea what this is going to be like, and I don't know what it means by spiky India Pale Ale. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm a bit worried about that. It was just a new one that I hadn't tried before, and it only came in a four-pack, so I better like it. Yeah, I mean, it says, To the bitter end, united we stand for better, fiercely defiant, uh, better beer, fiercely defiant and independent, like they normally do. Spiky India Pale Ale, brewed in Ellen. I don't know where that is. But yeah, Jagged Edge, 5.1%. Let's have a seat. All right, I'm going to crack this open. Yeah, 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 cool. Right, plug, plug, plug. So we aren't using our cameras tonight because we are having technical issues, so I can't tell. Are you pouring it into a glass? I am pouring it into a glass. Yeah, it's, it's like... Okay, same. It's almost like It's almost lime-coloured for me. Weirdly, it is like a yellow it's, lager yeah, it's thing. But... Surprisingly, I was about to say it's surprisingly pale, but it then literally says India Pale Ale, so maybe it's supposed to be that pale. I can't remember the last time I had a standard IPA that wasn't the punk one, which is definitely darker. I'm actually quite excited. I've been drinking so much like mead and whiskey recently. Drinking beers again is really good. Um, yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's do it. I all guess right. we'll cheers. Let's do this. It's quite hazy. Cheers. That's surprisingly uneventful. Yeah, where's the spikiness? I, <laughs> hmm. let's have a look. Let's have a look on Google. Wait, okay, okay, so just, just to get to that point. So earlier, I went to Google the beer and yeah. I went to the BrewDog website and I couldn't get onto the website. And I was like, of well, course. this is weird. Why would I be in a queue? to get on the BrewDog site. That's weird. And then I saw that there were 74,000 people in front of me in the queue, apparently. So I thought, hang on, there is something weird going on here. And it turns out that, well, there's free beer. Um, and I have just managed to order my free beer and you are still in the queue. Is that right, Jack? I'm 50, uh, queue 52,793. <laughs> and what is your ETA of arrival in the queue? Well, with my wonderful internet at the moment, it said it's more of an it's more than an hour. Yeah, I mean, I just refreshed it, and I am now. If I went into the queue now, I would be a hundred thousand people to wait. Um, so I can't check it out on Brewdog either. But I, I've I've ordered mine. So basically, what it is, um, I know this episode is not sponsored by Brewdog, even though we are drinking Brewdog and talking about Brewdog for the entire show. Um, uh, they have basically just That'd got a, a new beer coming out. Um, which is apparently the world's first carbon negative beer, um, which is brewed with surplus fresh bread, uses one third less water, and is powered by Brewdog wind turbines. Um, and it nice. is called Lost Frontier. Nope, I'm getting this totally wrong. It is called Lost, and it is a, the Planet First Lager, is what it's called. And they basically what they do is for everything that is sold, they plant trees in a forest in the Scottish Highlands, basically. So, 
how that works, I don't know, but that's what we're doing. So basically, I have got a free four pack on its way to me, sort of starting from February sometime, and Jack will hopefully have the same thing. <laughs> I will before I go to bed. You count on that. I'm definitely going to get this beer. <laughs> um, I've literally just emailed or messaged the people that I'll be living with, see if I can get the address of the place, um, just so <laughs> yeah, yeah, just so I can send it to the place. Um, uh, oh, sorry, that's the phone going off. Uh, back to the actual beer itself. Mm. How are you finding yes, it? Yes, right. Um, drinkable. Um, it basically, it's like it's like a light version of the punk IPA. Yeah. That's how I feel about it. I, do you know what I might have to do? Is I might have to go get another can shortly because I feel like I'm going to drink this quite a lot. <laughs> I actually quite like this. Um, I'm actually just typing in Brewdog Jagged Edge, but I can't go to the website. Yeah. The problem with typing anything in is my internet's really bad, so I'm trying to make sure I don't lose it. So I tell you what, let's go to mm. ratebeer.com and the other one. I want to see what other people think of it. Because I agree, it is like Punk IPA, but a little bit lighter. Also, I just, yeah. it's not got that sting that I'm used to from IPAs. I quite like that. It's almost like a mellower IPA. Yep. I, I, do you know what? I really can't find much about it. Ah, here we go. So, Brewdog, um, Jagged Edge, uh, Ellen Aberdeenshire, Scotland. Commercial description. Spiky India Pale Ale. We've dialed down one of our most legendary West Coast IPA recipes to create a 5.1% homage to these bitingly bitter IPAs. A wash with all the pithy, uh, sticky hop characteristics ah, we fell um, some 13 years ago, Jagged Edge showcases some of the finest New World hops, boasting a clawing bitterness that coats the mouth amidst a biscuity base. So full flavoured, spicy, lemony, bitterness in the aftertaste, but not too much of a kick. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I, also, I would agree the, with the that description quite white. a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The head of it was white. So the aroma is like, it's almost, oh, it is malty, citrusy. I, it's just, honestly, yeah. it's really quite smooth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am enjoying this. Yeah, well, I'm yeah, no, quite enjoying okay. this a lot. Do you know what? Um, I'm actually going to give this a... Um, for IPAs for me, I'm probably going to give this a three or a four. For beginning. Yeah. To, to begin with. I, I, really enjoying it. Do you know it. what? I don't know. I don't know what... Um, I do. I am really enjoying it. So really, that should be a four. But at the same time, I'm ever so slightly disappointed because I was expecting it to be something different because the, the can is outstandingly vague. <laughs> it really is. But I, Jagged I, maybe that, edge. That's, that's just me. And it, it doesn't maybe tell you anything. There's a lot of weird shit in... You I, could I, say, I guess the uh, Japanese stuff, but... You could say the uh, description's a little bit jagged. <laughs> around the edges <laughs> see <laughs> see that's what they're doing that's where um, they're going with it <laughs> yeah sure let's do that okay um, no I, I do know what though I do agree with um, I do agree with what you mean it's a bit vague but I do like it I think it's like a slightly lesser version of the punk it's not as strong 
Um, I'd also I'd kind of put this towards Dead Pony Club almost, but it, it falls more under yes. punk than it does that yes, way. Yes, definitely. Which that, is another that. one of their beers. I actually had a Dead Pony Club for the first time in a while um, a couple of days ago. Um, mm. After actually also not drinking much beer for a while, I've been pretty much just drinking spirits the entire time. Um, yeah. So it, it was nice to have that again, actually. So yeah, it definitely reminds me of that a bit. I haven't had Dead Pony Club since I was working in visual effects. Like there's always a work <laughs> fridge that had Dead Pony Club or Punk IPA. All the normal guys would go for Punk IPA because it's cool and it's in a blue bottle. But I always went for Dead Pony Club because there was so much of it. I was like, well, I'm not going to run out. Everyone else is. Right. They yeah, could yeah, buy yeah. more other beer. It's great. I, I still love that stuff. Yeah, I seem to remember. So I tended to have when we went to the cinema. If you and I went to the cinema and managed to meet up for a drink beforehand, um, mm. my God, that was a long time ago that happened. But um, yeah, I would normally have <laughs> something like a Dead Pony Club at the bar there. Yeah, true. That's true. And then I sometimes I get a record leak or something, and I have to whiz halfway through because you get a big tall glass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the trouble. Um, and sadly, that was probably at least two years ago that we last did that. Oh wow, yeah, it was, wasn't it? Oh my gosh, time's flown. Yeah. Um, okay, anyway, yep. Um, so we got free beer and we are drinking beer right now, so that's good. Um, we oh, slightly so changed the intro. We, we're trying to um, separate the bar shows, which is where we are now, um, from the main show really because we were using the same intro we we're using the same music um there may still be the same music for this show i haven't decided yet mainly because i haven't edited the show yet um so we'll see but yeah we're trying to just differentiate them a little bit and some listeners may recognize that intro but we shall see whether that gets mentioned <laughs> so, just found some great actually kind of works well with the beer I don't know why. Okay, okay. Why Rape does that work? Beer. It should work with wine. Anyway, <laughs> we're at the bar. Cerveza, please. Um, yes. So what, uh, what have you been up to? So I really like that you've, di- you've dived on the free beer, by the way. Um, us here at Slacker <laughs> Studios are all for... Um, what was it called? Zero... Do you know? I don't uh, even yeah. know what is it called. Um, carbon ne- oh, uh, not zero. Broken. Carbon negative beer. Carbon negative beer. Do you know what? I can't scroll also, that page. Um, yeah, uh, that's all right. Because basically, also, um, the lost forest in Scottish Highlands is a big reforestation plan. So, for anyone who does in the UK get this brew dog lost planet, actually, it plants. I think when you buy one, it plants a tree, or it plants a certain amount, or it goes towards planting trees in that area. Yeah. So um, yeah, definitely. You know, That's pretty cool. So you know, in England, you pay what one ninety five for four beers, and you also do your bit for the environment. But what's to lose? Yep. Sorry, I just wanted to touch on that because I think it's such a great initiative, and I love that sort of stuff. Yeah, absolutely, definitely, and I hopefully I like the beer because we're waiting. Well, a month today, it could be shipped. I hope it's good. If it's good, I'll feel so much better. I'll be able to gift that and I'll feel good about gifting it as well. Yes. Like I've got yeah, a few yeah, friends yeah, who are massive on that, carbon footprint. One. That'd be perfect beer. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's carbon negative. That's what's weird. I don't know how they do that. Um, maybe maybe they're just saying that because they're planting the tree, they offset the, the supply chain costs, I get, and they're, they're moving hmm. it around stuff. I don't know. Let's not get into that because yeah. that's too complicated. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, so uh, this week, well, um, 
the last show we did was last year, um, which is a little over a week ago now. Um, but at that time, I was intending to go back to work at the beginning of this week. Uh, that did not happen. Um, I yeah. got furloughed for this week as a minimum. And the intention was to go back on th this coming Monday. So today is the 8th, Friday the 8th. Um, and I was meant to go back to work on the 11th. And then now I am furloughed until the middle of February at the least, um, which is fine. As I was just telling Jack before the show, it's totally fine. Um, honestly, we're moving house um, at the end of this month and that just gives me more time in the house. So fine by me. <laughs> um, which is which is weird, but it's still strange. Um, and I guess that's one of the other things I've been kind of thinking about a lot recently is, is the house because we kind of I ride past it a lot. Um, and so the last times I've been there, the the driveway was being done. Um, and then the next time the fence was being put up and now I can't see anything because the fence has been put up. So that's a bit <laughs> frustrating, but hey. Step by step, my dude, you'll get there. Mm. It'll be awesome when you do. Well, we've got 20 days until the house is ready, I think. That's so cool. Um. Okay, no, three weeks today. I will be in the house. Apparently. Sweet. Um, That's which awesome. should be cool. Um, do you know what? Uh, do you want to jump to a bit of your week? What What was going on with Vikings? Yeah, so um, I know that it's already kind of out and it's been on uh, Amazon Prime, but um, mm. I've spoken about this series Vikings in the past, um, only it's the last season. Um, and I've been listening a lot on Spotify to Norse music. Um, by Norse music, there's like literally this playlist called Northern Spirits, which is really cool. But um, it's got old, uh, it's got a guy called Einar Selvik, who was actually in Vikings uh, as a cameo, singing a song during one of the series. Right. But it's funny how, because I've been listening to so much of this music over the last like five years, you start to pick it up in other things. So in games, unlike Valhalla had Einar Selvik, the uh, new Assassin's Creed game that came out, um, yep. he's got that on. But uh, it's also weird because I realized that, like one of my favorite bands is Deftones, and there's always been an album for each like kind of moment of my life. And I remember what I was doing during the time when that album was out. Um, it's kind of the same as with this show Vikings was like, at this time, there's a lot changing in my life, but also it's the last season of the show. So when I think about where I was when the show, when I started watching the show, when it began, it's nuts thinking how much time has passed. Um, and you see all these characters aging in the show and you see kind of uh, what happens to them and things that happen and how their lives change. And it's kind of odd seeing that sort of from the outside as well, um, going on a walk, listening to some of the soundtrack and thinking, wow, I've kind of, although the characters have been on that journey, I've also kind of been on a journey with the show in general. It's, I guess you could attribute it to people who grew up with Star Wars or you and me who grew up yeah. with Harry Potter and stuff like that and Lord of the Rings. And yeah, yeah. it's kind of odd. I just kind of had that weird moment of introspection, realizing that I'm watching the last season. Every new episode I'm watching is kind of a blessing because it's going to be the last time I see it and it'll be the last time that that is new for that show. It's an odd thing. You're like watching it thinking, this is the last time I'm going to see this bit of the show. Well, unless you, you rewatch it, do you think it's um? Do you think it's a show you'll rewatch? Oh yeah, absolutely. I think I wouldn't watch it in its entirety. Yeah. I think I'd watch the first three or four seasons, whilst Travis Fimmel, who played Ragnar, was kind of like in it. The yeah. show, the first season was very was not as high budget as it was as soon as it gained traction. 
but that first season was great and I felt like it just kind of went leaps and bounds and it was awesome the acting was incredible uh, five stand-in loads of different actors actresses it's just a wicked show in general and I know loads yeah, of people yeah. fell off the wagon when a certain uh, when a certain character died at a certain point um, and then people started leaving the show but I just think that they kind of tried to put in as much as they can for the final season and I've enjoyed it it's been a good send-off so far so it's weird seeing it um, yeah I just wanted to kind of put it out there because it's like I can see why so many people are attached to the shows and the fandoms that they are, especially with things like Star Trek or Doctor Who, which I never got involved in. Yeah. Um, seeing kind of that from my own perspective, like I don't know if I'd be a fan girl. I'm not one of those guys that has like loads of statues of things in his room from like video games or loads of paraphernalia from stuff. If somebody buys me something, I'll have it and I'll use it. But most of the time, I'm not kind of like that. I have like maybe a few scant paintings of things that people have done for me. Like my mum painted a picture of the dogs and gave it to me for Christmas yep. and I'm nice. very happy with it. But I don't have anything like that. I think it's something I'd maybe like to do in the future. Yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, I was just looking because um, you mentioned how people stop watching it maybe. Um, now, I did start watching it. Um, yeah. And that was a while ago, I think. But I, I've just I've just scrolled through uh, on Amazon Prime to see where I got to. Um, I got to episode three of season two. Um, and then <laughs> I stopped and I couldn't tell you why. It's a good show. It's a really good show. Yeah, I remember it being really good, but I, I don't know what happened. I mean, a lot. That, do you know what? That was when I moved. <laughs> Probably. Um, if I was watching it as it came out, which I might well have been at that point, then that would have been about the time I was getting ready to, to ah, not move. I went on the uh, the trip to Mongolia, but didn't get there. <laughs> that so that would have been interesting wow yeah yeah that's a good point i definitely suggest like you watch mid that 2014 yeah man I'd, I'd definitely say watch it from the start um again just get through it it's it's one of my favorite series i've ever watched the uh i know you know there are lots of viking stories who don't like it but i really like it and i think it's a great show and it's nice seeing the send-off to it i'd definitely watch it again yeah um what else was i gonna say I'm trying to think back yeah, do you remember that um, old vampire TV show, which is all about like, oh god, it was like vampire, there were werewolves, there were fairies in it and shit. Suck your staircase, you are mine. What was what, it called? What was that oh, called? Oh, True Blood. That's it, True Blood. Someone was talking yeah, yeah, about yeah, True yeah. Blood the other day, and I had a total brain fart. I was like, no, tell me about True Blood. It's like, Jack, you watched every episode of that. Like, you watched it because yeah. someone tried to get you to watch it when you were working at Sainsbury's, and I ended up watching the yep. rest of it, not because I loved it near the end, but because I invested so much time, I couldn't give up on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Like, I, had to, um, I had to finish it. I... Do you know what's funny is I never did finish it. Um, I, I... And not intentionally. I, I can't really remember what happened. I probably... Did you move? Watched... <laughs> yeah do you know what maybe because that was when i was at uni so i might have done genuinely um but i don't know what happened i didn't watch the last series um and i really i got halfway through sitting season and series at the same time then that sounded weird to me but anyway um yeah so i have never seen the last season at all damn but i've seen the rest of it do you know what it's really hard to find anywhere i don't know what i don't know why i think it's because but it's i so can't old. get it yeah, I can't find it anywhere. I remember finding it on this old dog site that it was like 
244p or something like that. Yeah. It was really terrible quality, but I watched it anyway, which has probably, you know, reduced the experience. But as a uni yeah. student, I didn't, I didn't have much then. Yeah, same. I mean, I, the interesting thing is, so it is on HBO, but I don't know that we can, we can do that, can we? Hmm. I, I, I don't know. I'd have to. I'd have to probably try and figure out whether I could use a VPN. Um, to, Sponsored to make by NordVPN. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. So I just clicked, right? So I just clicked to watch like season three, and HBO goes, "You're not in service area," or we've detected a VPN. So I guess either way is not going to work. <laughs> um, so I'll, get yeah, smart. Never mind then. Yeah. So yeah. So there's Vikings. Um, Glitchy Games is something mm. I wanted to talk about next. Yes. So as I've put in the comments uh, for our show notes, what the hell? Um, <laughs> I've been playing Warcraft the last, I think, month, and on Shadowlands, the texture such started glitching. Yep. And literally, it was like it was almost like the scene lighting was changing from like dark to light. And I was thinking, okay, well, I've had this RAM for about seven or eight years now. Maybe the RAM's going. Yep. Maybe the graphics card. No, it can't be the graphics card. I've not had it for long enough for it to die, and I've not done anything f to have that happen. Like, is it? It's brand new. It's like maybe three years old. Yeah, at, if, at, at if, best. I, if that, I think. But we could be wrong there. But yes. Yeah. yeah. But I was like, bugger that. There's got to be something with it. Um, so I looked on, and it was actually an NVIDIA driver that was glitching out right. um, the textures. So someone um, put it on, so we have an active thread in this subreddit. Oh, this is where my computer... F Hello? Is he gone? Oh, no. Is Jack still there? Oh, he's... oh. Hello. No, my, my PC just, for some reason, it just glitched to hell because it's got. I've got this thing on my computer, sorry, where if I like move the mouse after a while, all the windows, for some reason, like pop up on my screen and start opening. Oh, okay. Like it cascades. I don't know why it does that. So if anyone knows why that's happening, please do tell me because I'm a bit confused. Anyway, um, they said, we have an active thread in the subreddit uh, where an NV rep is involved in collecting data on the issue. So there is an issue with um, somebody said, uh, any chance this driver resolved the flickering textures in World of Warcraft? So impacted drivers was the 460 series, which is the one I had. Um, and the latest tested, which just came out the other day. So textures will appear to flicker as if their light source is rapidly changing, which yes. is what, I, which is exactly what I described. I was like, okay. So it said Blizzard has reproduced the texture flickering issue and has forwarded it to Nvidia for a future driver fix. So it said thanks for for the new info and DX diags that were posted. The issue was forwarded. Blah blah blah. So they were saying uninstall the driver and revert to a really old driver, which is. Well, I say really old, it's not really old, but 457.51. Have to go all the way down there. It says change the graphics to direct X eleven and try setting your shade your shadows yeah. to low. Yeah, so I've I've been running into my own issues with WoW, actually. Um I have actually experienced that um flickering issue before. I'm pretty sure about that. Um just out of interest, the the driver I'm on now, I'm on four six zero point eight nine. Yeah, so that's one of them that will definitely have the uh, flickering because it says the 460 series and the 461 series are the impacted drivers, which is why they're suggesting people go back to the 457.51. Okay. Um, 
But that's with the uh, NV driver 46109, which they said will update if a new driver releases. Um, but yeah, it said uh, it's just it's insane how that kind of slips through the cracks. It's happening a lot with VR as well. My problem is, on a health point of view, what if this causes somebody who's got um, epilepsy? Epilepsy, yeah, yeah a seizure. That is so bad. The fact that you're telling people to swap from D DX12 to DX11 is enough. But, you know, and you're also telling us to set shadows in game to low. But why is this an issue in the first place? Why are they? Why yeah. do they rush out drivers so quickly and so readily? It just really drives me up the wall. I know, I know that sounds like a rant. I'm glad that what I'm glad that through my investigation, the RAM is okay and the graphics card is okay. Yeah. I've not had any problems with that, but it's still weird that even nowadays we have all this. Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, so since since we last spoke, sort of on, on air anyway, um, I have put my new graphics card in. <laughs> Um, and you would expect um, a game like Warcraft, I would be kind of getting a billion frames a second and loads of other stuff, but basically it is unoptimized as hell. Um, <laughs> yeah. I am struggling to hit 60 frames a second, um, which is bonkers, quite honestly. You know, ever since I went down um, to DirectX 11, it glitches when it changes frames. So every like five seconds, it will suddenly glitch and go from 140 to like 50 and it'll yeah. go back up again. And it will just like, instead of like being smooth, but jittery, which I can handle, it just glitches. So I'm like, I might just have to put up with it or just refer to a an older driver. Yeah, I mean, I, I've got one new update driver that I can do, um, but basically with me, I have different, uh, I'm just going logging into the game now. I just want to check what um, DirectX version I'm using. Um, how do I tell? Uh, I was using... Oh, under advanced settings, okay. Yeah, there you go. Um, okay, so I am maxed out with everything, um, and I'm just going to be somewhere random in Bastion, and I will tell you what frame rate I'm getting on a brand new graphics card, and it'll be horrendous. <laughs> and the the challenge is is because of the way the settings work in Warcraft and they don't like actually work unless you've got certain boxes ticked so basically it could you could go yeah I'm going to max it out but it'll actually downscale it if you're not hitting a certain frame rate if you hadn't unticked those boxes um, and I didn't realize that so maybe I wasn't as high a setting as I was before um, but I am now standing looking out over Bastion and I'm getting, ooh, 66 frames a second. <laughs> Which, frankly, is not a lot, considering I'm only at 1080p and I'm intending to run this at 144 hertz on a hmm. bigger screen. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I'm like, it needs to keep up. Why is it not keeping up? Damn it, why? Yeah, so I don't know. Um, interesting. I. I the most I've seen is 80, but that was like for a second. Mm. Um, but anyway, yeah, this is kind of a bit of a complicated thing to be talking about, but it's um, <laughs> it is what it's it a is. frustrating thing. Yeah. Oh, I've just set it to DirectX 11 and it just shit itself. Oh, it's back. There you go. Um, that looks <laughs> noticeably worse. Yes, it does, doesn't it? Oh, boy. Wow. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, no, I'm not doing that. That's, um, man, yeah, that is like fucking late awful. 2000s. Wow, okay. 
Nope. Might be able to get the old... Where's that button which sw swaps them all to the old models? Uh, no thanks. I'm going back to my lower frames, but much better textures, thanks. <laughs> yep, okay, there we go. Um, Speaking about lower frames and bad textures and stuff, yeah. uh, I'm going to swap on to another one of my notes, which is playing PlayStation 1 games. Yes, okay. I can't remember the last time I played my uh, PlayStation 1, but carry on. So I found an emulator. Now, just to put this oh, in yeah. perspective, mm -hmm. I own all the games that I'm emulating. Yes. So this that's something I would definitely want to say. I own all of these games and have owned them throughout my lifetime. So if anyone's thinking of me, if I'm stealing them, I'll be like, well, I don't have my PlayStation 3 on me right now. It's in storage. So being able to play an emulator is the next best, best thing. And yeah. because I can hook up a PlayStation 3 controller to my computer, yep. that's awesome. It works. So... I've been playing PlayStation 1 games as a way of getting away from FPSs, not not FPSs, I can't play them on the internet, I've got um, uh, MMOs, just for the sake of doing something that doesn't take up too much time, I can dive into it, play a level and just come out as games should have been back in the day. Um, and it's quite funny, like, so I've got Akuji the Heartless, Crash Bandicoot, Croc, um, Klonoa, which I think has a different name, um, I think it's Kuronoa in Japanese. But um, sure. it's it's like you play this like cat and he runs around and uh, it's a fun game. It's a fun game, you guys. <laughs> uh, Medieval, one of my favorite PlayStation 1 games of all time. Uh, never fully completed it. I've always been terrible like that, but um, it had, it's had a big effect art-wise. It's awesome. Of course, Metal Gear Solid, but I can't find a good emulator of it. Tekken 3, uh, uh, Tenchu or Tenku, um, mm -hmm. Stealth Assassins. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. That has been a Ooh. lot of fun. Yeah, a lot okay. of fun yep. especially with the soundtrack which is all stuff where I listened to when I was growing up like you know hip hop bit rap bit hard rock yeah. punk rock stuff like that Twisted Metal 3 and WWF Smackdown 2 Know Your Role where you can create your own wrestler and stuff right so I've been literally playing these old games kind of revisiting my childhood as a bit of nostalgia um, and I've been really enjoying it the weird thing is when I played uh, PlayStation 1 games on my PS3 and was playing them on a big screen, all those textures, like the upscaling doesn't quite work. So yeah. it's all really difficult. It's quite, it's quite, uh, it just looks awful, essentially. When I'm playing on my PC monitor, I was playing Akuji Heartless. The first level when I played it on this, uh, on the PS3, was a bit odd. It was quite like blocky and it was, it was doable, but it just wasn't nice. When I played it on my PC, it was perfect. It was like I was playing it back in the day. I was thinking, what is the difference? Like, I know they're small res, but I remember it being pretty clean and pitch perfect when I was a kid. Maybe I was just used to those graphics and that's what I thought was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been so good to just be able to jump out of work, jump into a game for about half an hour and then you can just jump out of it. So uh, I don't know if there's any PlayStation 1 games anyone played back in the day that you could recommend me try. I'm all ears for that. I'm so up for that. Okay, just for I've the got sake one. Of which I've just linked to you as well, because oh, this is what I remember playing cop. on my PS1. Sorry, not even <laughs> a PS1, my actual PlayStation, like PlayStation Zero. All right, um, I'll do that then. I don't know if that'll work with your emulator. Are you are you using uh, PCSX2? Um, I am actually using, let's have a see. I'm using EPS, EPSXE. Interesting. Okay. Yep. Future Cop LAPD. Somebody's trying to make a remake. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. Cool. 
yeah have, so a, have a look good. at that at some point so i the last time i messed around with an emulator was um when i was trying to run through the jack and daxter series again so which was ridiculous because i actually physically had my ps2 at that point and i was trying to just play it on my pc um so i really struggled with some glitches so there was one where um you'd be running along and then suddenly everything would be like 200 percent speed <laughs> just just for for seconds at a time it would go up and down every now and then um and when you're trying to navigate through a certain level which means you have to step in certain places and it suddenly goes to 200 percent speed and you're not expecting it that is problematic um you know what i found that that was an emulator issue though yeah 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 100 percent so I had that with my PlayStation 1 emulator where I, I opened a game and you have to fart around with the settings because yeah. I tried to play uh, Tenku and it just sped through the intro like no one's business. Yeah, I couldn't yeah, hit yeah. any buttons because I hadn't calibrated the PlayStation 3 controller. I was like, what's going on? Like, why is the, why is the, uh, the main the epic main title screen? It sounds like chipmunk music. What's going on? <laughs> and you have to like set it. To, what I found out was you have to set the uh, emulator to a certain FPS. Okay, okay. And that solved it for some reason. I suppose that makes sense. Because it has to run at that FPS. Yeah. I think that's what goes on. I'm probably wrong and someone might be screaming at this podcast, but I think that's what solved it for me was I set it to a certain FPS and then it started working and everything was fine after that. I okay. might give that a go. Okay, that's that's interesting. So I... Um... The thing I'm going to struggle with now is I think I've actually got it installed still, but um, I, yes, I need to get my BIOS from somewhere um, to do that. See, when I did, um, when I uh, chose the EPSXE, it's mm. all in there, all as one. Okay. So you just open it up, and because I configured the uh, controller, I just do run ISO, and then you pick the CD that you're trying to play. Um, and it will just run it. I'll show you after the cast. Sorry for anyone who's yeah, like, yeah, listening. Cool. But it's, it's also an interesting one. You know, that you could do it with any console. So if anyone's listening and they kind of like playing old video games, you could do that with N64. I'm sure there's a way of being able to do it that way. Um, I know that nowadays people use a streaming thing that Morgan told me about the other day. And one of my friends, Slack is Morgan. Um, mm. How they actually attach this thing up to their actual Nintendo 64 and it will... Um, stream it. So the speedrunners do it. However, you can also get emulators for your PC as well. Right. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's also for the sake of cheating, because if you hook it up to a PC, people can fart around with it. Whereas if you've got a streamer hooked up to an N64, I'm sure there's ways that they can, but it's harder. Yeah, I'm sure there is. Um, oh, God, you got me on the emulator thing again. Now I'm gonna have to look at this later. That's that's gonna be fun. <laughs> Um, it is a okay. lot of fun. Uh, right. So, um, what else? What else are we doing? So, I I talk about yes. something I've played, I suppose. Um, Jedi Fallen Order. Um, I started. So I, f I finished this game a while ago, um, and I absolutely loved it. As I've definitely spoken about on the cast. Now I wanted to play it again um the main reason for that is i struggled a lot with it at the beginning because i didn't get the point of blocking things i thought i could just kind of get away with brute forcing my way through um 
and the timing of blocking things. I've never played a game where the blocking was as important as that. Um, if you've played Dark Souls or something like that, um, you may have experienced what I'm talking about before. Um, but since then, since I finished it the first time, I've played Zelda, which also has a lot of blocking involved. Um, so I basically turned up the difficulty and gone back into it. And honestly, I forgot once again just how much fun this game is. It's very linear compared to playing Zelda, which is not surprising because it's a different type of game, but it's the same. The combat style is surprisingly similar, actually, for a, for a Switch game compared to this. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's good fun. That's good, man. I'm glad that you're enjoying these games as well. Like, it's, I was talking to um, a few mates the other day, and we were talking about games that are keeping us transfixed. You know, like, um, I was bored of what I could play. Um, so yeah. I've been playing retail, which has actually really kept me afloat. Um, Naxxramas, I haven't really had much time to plan it, and most of my Sundays are going to work anyway, so yeah. um, I can't really do much classic anymore, which is kind of annoying me. But um, I've been leveling a Shadow Priest. Yeah. Also... As one of my New Year's compromises, compromises, I say compromises, not compromises, it's something I need to do because I've been asked to do it by a friend and I've not completed it, which was to complete Fable. Okay. So when you play Jedi Fallen Order and you're playing Zelda, when it's something which is either new or something that's old but it's harder, it gives you that drive to do something and play something again, and that's so important. If you've got nothing there, it just... Oh, it sucks. The time just cannot pass. Yeah, um, I, I think it's not. You've got to have that thing to come back to, haven't you? Yeah. Ooh, Ooh sorry. You're right. I'm, yeah, I'm just I'm distracted with with uh, setting up an emulator. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's um, fine. It's done. It's all right. I will. Um, I was gonna say, going along with that, like, so I'll be I'll be moving soon, mm. much like you will be. Um, but also comes Lent, so. We're changing other things, you know, I want to complete Fable, but I'm also going to try and step away from um, snacks. Okay. Um, but I also want to use the podcast as a springboard to kind of see if I can find out how I'm finding each week. So the one thing I'm not going to ban this year is alcohol. Um, I will have alcohol, however, I will yeah. only have it on the weekends. And if we do have, uh, say, a cast on Fridays, that's acceptable. So I can either drink beer on casts or at yeah. the weekends. Okay. If Even if I'm out for a social, I can only have like a Coke or something. And it's the same, no chocolate, no crisps, none of that crap. Um, so I guess you guys are gonna join me on a journey that you didn't want to go on, um, <laughs> but you're gonna you're gonna join me on it nonetheless. And uh, kind of see my progression. I'll, you can hear how miserable I'm gonna be, but I'm not allowed to be miserable because it's Lent, you're not supposed to be. You're supposed to be uh, penitent and cool about it. I think it'll be a very good transition though because everything's gonna be quite new in my life by that point. Um, but I can also focus on other things and it'll be interesting to see what I do when I do have those hunger pangs for chocolate and other things, what I'm gonna do to um, abate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That will be interesting and challenging i would find that very challenging i've got to be honest so um one of the things i've been doing is riding my bike a lot um yes tell me about that so basically so last year um i did i talk about this on the cast did i did i mention me riding my bike like 500 miles for for the year and that was it a little bit 
Um, but you, and you wanted to do more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so the the reality was I, I intended to do a thousand miles last year. Um, I hit 500 and I only hit 500 by pushing myself in the last like five days of December to go out and get the rest of the miles. So that was hard. I yeah. did half what I wanted to do last year. Um, but since then, I've really loved just riding my bike. Um, <laughs> so I ended up on like 500 and... 30 odd miles or something um last year um bearing in mind i intended to only do 500 um but i've just kind of not stopped wanting to ride my bike and i've basically been going out every other day um the furthest i've done so far is 36 miles in one go um which was hard but um it, it wasn't it's very hard to explain. So it was hard in some cases. One, it is cold as fuck outside. <laughs> um, two, I was out for four hours because I had, um, I got a puncture, not too far from home, sadly, but um, I got a puncture. That took me about 25 minutes to sort out. Um, and I also stopped um, in, a, in a little town called, or almost village, but um, called Battle. And I stopped there for about 20 minutes and had a snack. Um, but in a total, I was out for four hours. So it's not the distance I was struggling with. It was the time I was out for and not having proper food. Um, and just honestly being in the saddle for four hours. Like I could have probably ridden further, but I was really, really hungry, like properly hungry at that point. Um, so <laughs> that's something that I'm, I've been struggling with. And I either need to get faster or take more food. But also it's quite hard to eat stuff um, and take enough stuff with you. I've found so, but the, the problem with this is that I'm then hungry all the time at the moment, like all of the time, um, because I'm just, I guess I'm using the energy I have riding. So like yesterday I did 31 miles um, and then I'll, I'm going out tomorrow, I'm going out Monday, I'm going to go out Wednesday. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to go out every day if I can. So yeah, it's... <laughs> At this rate, what would be pretty cool is if I can hit 500 miles by the end of January. Um, which, bearing in mind I did 500 miles in a whole year, uh, that would be pretty cool. Good. I mean, it's good that you've got that and you're kind of pushing towards it. Um, and it's giving you something to kind of drive and, you know, set the bar. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, it's It's been good fun. I mean, I, so I've done 111.7 miles this year so far. Um, good wow and the so i signed up to a little challenging thing so signed up so it's just a thing in my um uh in in the strava app so strava is where i'm recording my ride and loads of other stuff and it basically it's a challenge to do 30 hours of movement so whether that's yoga walking running um what, whatever else it happens to be or cycling obviously um do 30 hours of that during january um and so far, with 23 days left to go, I've done 14 and a half hours. So I'm well on the way to that. Good job. Um, but because I've done two rides that have had me out for like three and a half hours. So that that really helps. Just two things. So two separate days, I've managed like seven hours. Um, but it's... Honestly, the best part is I just, I've just been really, really enjoying just riding my bike. Like that's that's the main thing. But... I, I, I quite like the stats. That is exactly it. It wouldn't be the first time I've sung that to myself on my bike in the middle of nowhere. 
It's yeah, good. It's, it's giving you some. It's, I, I also really like the idea of using the app to kind of push on what you're trying yes. to achieve yeah. as well. I think that's really cool. Yeah, I mean that, that's the, that's the important thing for me. Um, it it means that I get to keep track of everything, and I have. I, I like to beat the numbers, if you see what I mean. So I've gone. Oh, I did this last ride. Well, let's let's do better than that this ride, or or something like that. So it's it's um, it's good fun. I need to start doing more exercise. I need to start doing press ups and sit ups again. Um, I've been walking a lot. I've been doing about eight thousand steps a day. Yeah. Oh, when I'm at home, I'm doing about eight thousand steps, but I want to do more. Um, and I mean, talking about bicycles. Yeah. Flat flat tires. Yes. What's um, going sort on? Sort of caveat away from it, because I think that what you said is very important about distance and travel. Um, and I'd like to also see whilst I'm doing uh, Lent and stuff how your bike riding is going and how it's changing your mm. kind of attitude towards lockdown, furlough, and just kind of general well-being as well. I think it's quite interesting. So I think it's something we could kind of note down for the future. Definitely, definitely. It's gonna. It's, it's something that's keeping me busy, honestly. And by the end of the month, I will have a lot to do with the house moving stuff. But this this is something I'm taking. I'm taking advantage of the time I've got. Good, good. Um, so yeah, uh, I guess uh, jumping onto this uh, tire thing. So I, I got the um, I got this Range Rover. I swapped over cars at Christmas. Um, met halfway yeah. in the country, uh, two meter distance from a dad. Swapped cars. Swapped presents. So I could literally drive to my brother's. He could take the stuff out the back, and then I could travel home. Um, easy peasy. But I was told that the tires weren't that great. Right. So. Uh, I looked at the tyres. The tyres are fine, except for one tyre, which is the front left, which seems to be a little bit flatter than I want it to be. It's fine. I don't think they sealed it right, though. Okay. So do you know anything about that? Yes. Okay, so there's there's a, there's a three things that it could be. One is the valve is bad. Um, the valve is just leaking. Two, the tyre itself is bad, that there is a hole in it somewhere, or... A combination of the actual wheel itself being problematic and or the way the tire is attached to the wheel so whether it's actually seated on the bead properly um so ah. the i assume you've put air in it and it goes down again it doesn't every time i put air in it it's going down less and less over time so it's about 33 psi put it in at the local station yeah um and yeah, it will last maybe three days before it's a, little, it's a lot flatter and then I have to do it again. The other tyres are fine. Okay, so the easy way to do this is, one, obviously you could just take the wheel off um, if you had tools, but you probably don't have tools knowing where you are now. So nope. you put yourself on full lock one way or the other and look at the tyre. There could well be something straight through the tyre that is causing you the problem. Um, but huh. if it is a nail that's in there, it could also be plugging the hole at the same time. So it will go down slowly. Or you've just got a tiny hole that you can't see, or more than likely, it is not sealed against the beat. So, yeah, I, I don't know. The, the quick fix is literally driving it to somewhere like Quick Fix or your local tire place and driving it in and say, hey, this keeps going flat every now and then, sort it out. Um, I'm think I'm gonna do that when I move as well. I'll I'll check the tire today. I don't think there's any, I'm actually causing any um, uh, driving infractions, 
because yeah. it's always at an appropriate PSI when I go travel. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't ever let it go flat and then travel to a gas station because that would be dangerous driving. Um, yeah. But, you know, I, I'm, I make sure that I'm well on top of it. I don't think there's a puncture. I think if there was a puncture, it'd go down a lot quicker. I might be naive in this, though, to be honest. But I will check it tomorrow morning just in case. I've, this has been the case for about two or three weeks, though. So I think they said something about getting it. The tyres were fixed, not fixed on correctly. Something to do with the inner in the side of the tire. I forgot what it is. Yeah, it so there's a, right. they're, they use a sealant. Um, That's it. It wasn't sealed right, my mum thinks. It, honestly, without the wheel in hand, it is impossible to. It could be any number of things, but um, it's always worth just taking it off and putting it back on again, hopefully. Um, yeah. And, and that could be it. We'll, we'll see. I mean, it'd be interesting to know because, like I say, it could be anything. When I hit a pothole, um, on the way back from the Lake District, um, I could hear the air coming out. I couldn't see where it was and tire foam, which is normally pretty shit anyway, um, you, which you put into the valve, uh, didn't seal it. When I eventually got home and got the wheel off, um, it had blown a hole out the side of my sidewall of the tire. Um, wow. So there was no fixing that. That was it. It was dead. Um, but you don't, th this is the problem is you can't see the whole wheel this is a rear wheel at the same time so you can't see both sides of it unlike the front one where if you put it on full lock you could see what it is so yeah it was um for me that was annoying because it was a very new expensive tire which then had to be replaced with another expensive tire but, that's a point yeah. i'll have a look at it i'll have a look at it that's a really good point so yeah because you because you can if you put it on full lock one way you can see most of the wheel and then you put it on full lock the other way you can see the other half yeah, I'll do that. If there's nothing there, then so, there's nothing there, and it could just be the valve or whatever. There's no caps on yeah. those valves, so I wouldn't be surprised if it was. Could be anything, yeah. Absolutely, could be could that. Could be anything. Cool. Tell yeah. me about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> okay, so I I watched this show pretty much when it came out originally um, a few years ago, which I think was mid... mid... 20 teens so 2013 14 something like that um when it came out originally and i watched the first four seasons and i'm just going to google how many seasons there are um but i have started watching it again with Kristen, and it is a lot of fun oh there are seven seasons um it's something i've been wanting to rewatch for quite a while the the thing i remember at the time was watching it um, I guess minor spoilers for the MCU in general, um, but nothing specific. Um, but <laughs> so watching it at, at the time of Captain America uh, Winter Soldier, where Hydra appears again. <laughs> the Agent Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. show runs alongside that and everything happens as well. And it it was pretty cool because this you know this little tv show set in the mcu builds up to that then captain america happens then you get all of the aftermath in much more detail in the tv show and it, it, it was just fantastic the way it linked linked to each other um uh, it was it was really really good um so yeah now we're watching it again so we're about halfway through season two um there are 22 episodes in each series and there are seven series um Although the last two by the looks of it only have 13 in. Now, I originally stopped watching it, I think, towards the middle of season four. I probably moved. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I stopped watching it, but um, I'm 
it's been so long since I watched it that I am... Everything's a surprise a bit still, because I go... I remember it as it's happening, rather than like going, oh, I know what's about to happen. Mm. So that's quite good fun. But yeah, honestly, it's, re it's, it's really good. Cool. I will probably... Is that on uh, Disney Plus? Yes, yes. That's And that's the best thing. That's why I'm watching it, is that it's so easily accessible having Disney Plus. I'll probably check it out once I finish Vikings. Yeah, definitely do it. Just um, it, it explains a lot of little things. So have you finished your beer yet? Because I have, and I'm tempted to I get have. another one. I've definitely finished my beer, and I'm thinking of getting another one. I don't know what I'm going to have for dinner. I might just have, I've like got rice or something, but <laughs> I'm definitely going to have another beer, so I'll probably need that rice or something to soak it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, rice it's and beer. It's Moorish. It's like an IPA, but it's dry. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah. a good way. In a good way. <clears throat> I, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I'm, I'm uh, quite happy yeah. to say that it is a four, but I wouldn't yeah, give it too. more than that because it's not no. special. Yeah, I totally agree. I think it's a four as a as an all rounder. It's an all rounder four. It's nothing over the top. It's not. It's a it's a comfortable four. Yes. Yeah. 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 Definitely. It's a good beer. It's not the best in the world. I think. Yeah, because the three is like eh, it's not doing much for me. But if it was there, I'd drink it. Four is like if I if I saw this in a lineup and there wasn't anything else spectacular, I'd probably go for Jagged Edge. Yeah. Or you see it in the bridge, you know it's a, it, the bridge in the fridge. Then you know it's a faithful go-to. You see it on the bridge, and you drink that jagged edge. Now, are we talking about like the bridge of a ship, be it you know water or space-based, <laughs> or are we talking about a bridge like <laughs> well, over yeah. land? If you're in space, you want to <laughs> want to be drinking jagged edge. If you're edge. on the bridge of like Star Trek Discovery, no, hang on, it's not. Sorry, called... what would you like? Jagged edge, make it so. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Well, it's not. Star what is what is the Space Force thing called? What is it called? It's like the what's the agency called? It's not like NASA. It's something else. Starfleet. Stargate? No, Starfleet. Starfleet. Yeah, yeah, Starfleet. Yeah. Ooh, speaking of um, Space Force, I watched Space Force on Netflix. That was brilliant. That was really, really yeah? good. Um, honestly, if you want something that's like super chill at the same time and just quite good fun space force so good i was gutted when it ended space force steve carell oh that one right, seriously cool. watch it it is really really good okay i i absolutely loved it i am i i, I was very surprised by how good it was and thankfully a season two is coming but not for a while Cool. Because there is a major cliffhanger. <laughs> cool, all right. Um, so they're cute. Netflix reported the series has been viewed by 40 million households since it's released. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I guess. I, do you know what? I don't know. I, that was it, really. Um, I guess that, yeah. that is the show. Um, it's the first one we've done since we've been back. It's going to be a little bit wonky over these next few weeks. Um, how long till you move, Jack? Um, I move on the 23rd and the 24th. Okay, so... So I might be able to do a show before I move. <laughs> yeah, ho hopefully. Um, Jack's schedule is a bit wonky. Mine is as open as it can possibly be. Um, so we, we will get a show. Ideally, we'll try and stick to weekly, but I don't know if that's going to work. Um, but we'll give it a go. 
Um, I reckon I'll be free next Friday. Fine. So there we go. Hopefully, we'll see you guys next week. Um, thank you for joining us. Yeah, and Happy New Year to everyone. Yes, Happy well, New well Year. Well done for sticking it in for 2020. Congratulations. <laughs> you made it. Congratulations. <laughs> now you've reached level two. Oh, God! Level two of what? <laughs> level two of what, Ed? Yeah, well, we'll find out, I suppose. Um, <laughs> hmm. And, yeah, we're not going to do the outro because this is not a main show. And that is the end. Goodbye. Beep, beep, beep. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com. Ooh.